0: Have a good one. See ya. News.
1: It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top stories. There's a heavy police presence around Victoria Park following online calls for a protest march. Government officials and their supporters continue to reassure the public that Beijing's planned national security law for Hong Kong won't harm people's rights and freedoms... And as the United States approaches 100,000 coronavirus deaths, the New York Times devotes an entire front page to the names of 1,000 victims. There's a heavy police presence near Victoria Park following calls on social media for a march between Causeway Bay and Wan Chai against the government's National Anthem Bill. The bill bans insults against the March of the Volunteers' Anthem and is to resume its second reading in LegCo on Wednesday. Beijing's announcement of a national security law for Hong Kong is also expected to bring protesters onto the streets. Before the expected march, police stopped and searched people in the area, while people power activist Tam Dakci was taken away by scores of officers for setting up a booth outside Sogo Shopping Mall. Police earlier warned the public against unauthorized marches, saying they'll deploy officers for enforcement and arrests. Security on Hong Kong Island has been beefed up since Friday, with roadblocks set up on roads leading to cross-harbour tunnels. Pro-democracy activists have protested outside Beijing's liaison office in Western against Beijing's proposed national security law for Hong Kong. The League of Social Democrats, Neo-Democrats and Labour Party staged separate demonstrations in three groups of under eight people to comply with social distancing rules. They accused Beijing of trying to silence dissent. Neo-Democrats Roy Tam rejected the notion that the international community commenting on Hong Kong is a form of foreign interference.
0: The Beijing government wants to stop any international connection between Hong Kong and other countries, but as long as we can voice out our ideas to the international community, We should voice out until the last minute. The joint declaration has been signed between China and Britain, and it is documented in the United Nations.
1: Government officials and pro-Beijing figures have continued to reassure the public that Beijing's plan to enact national security laws for the S.A.R. will not harm the rights and freedoms of the public and insist that the one country, two systems principle will not be affected. Francis Sitt reports.
2: The Chief Secretary Matthew Zhang says there is no need for normal citizens and foreign investors to worry about the controversial national security laws that China's top legislature is currently vetting. Writing on his blog, he said it's the collective responsibility of Hong Kong society to maintain national security, and people here can still enjoy freedom of speech, freedom of the press and the right to protest. The security chief, John Lee, also backed Beijing's move, saying the laws would be beneficial to maintaining a safe and stable city and Hong Kong's long-term prosperity. He says there has been a growing risk to national security in Hong Kong over the past year and that he may raise Hong Kong's terrorism risk level, citing the discovery of bombs and explosives. Meanwhile, the former Justice Secretary, Elsie Leung, says it's reasonable for Beijing to set up an agency in Hong Kong to maintain national security, saying Hong Kong law enforcement, only has experience dealing with law and order issues, not national security. Ms. Len says the central government expects that resistance to the national security laws could be larger than in 2003. But she says Hong Kong could suffer more harm if a war or a mutiny broke out in the city because of national security risk. She says the public needs to accept the short-term pain, and she believes the economy will recover.
1: A 35-year-old driver has died after he reportedly lost control of his car, which hit railings, fell down a slope, and overturned. The accident happened in Daguling just after 10.30 p.m. last night on Pingche Road near Pingche Village. The driver sustained multiple injuries and was trapped in the car. His 60-year-old passenger was injured and sent to hospital in a conscious state. As the United States approaches 100,000 deaths linked to COVID-19, the New York Times has devoted its entire front page to the names of the victims. The U.S. accounts for nearly a third of all infections worldwide. But New York State, which has been the worst affected, recorded fewer than 100 deaths for the first time in nearly two months. Here's the BBC's Nick Bryant.
0: Rarely in its history has the New York Times published such a heartrending front page. One upon which all the column inches are taken up with the names of those who've died from COVID-19. One that looks more like a memorial wall than a newspaper. The headline speaks of the incalculable loss. But what makes this front page so especially painful is that there's room only for a thousand names. Just one percent of those who've died from the virus since it first reached America in January.
1: You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The chief advisor to the British Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, has come under further pressure after newspapers reported that he'd been seen travelling away from his London home for a second time during the lockdown. Dominic Cummings was already facing calls to resign after it was revealed that he drove hundreds of kilometres to be with family while exhibiting, exhibiting coronavirus symptoms. The reports say witnesses had again seen him in Durham after he returned to London from his original trip. Sir Ed Davey, the acting head of the Liberal Democrats, said Mr Cummings' actions were indefensible.
3: There's been no explanation. I was willing to give them the benefit of doubt to have an explanation. No decent explanation has come forward. And if if Dominic Cummings is not being sacked by tomorrow morning, I think the Prime Minister's judgment is in
0: serious doubt.
1: The North Korean leader Kim Jong-un has chaired a military meeting in one of the few public appearances he's made during the pandemic. State media said Mr. Kim had discussed new policies to bolster what was described as the country's nuclear deterrence. A storm is due to make landfall on a huge stretch of the coast of Western Australia in the next few hours, bringing torrential rain and powerful gales. Emergency services have described it as a -a once-in-a-decade event. The BBC's Phil Mercer reports.
3: All of Australia's west coast is at risk from destructive winds, heavy rain and abnormally high tides. Waves up to eight metres are forecast in some areas. Residents have been warned to expect flooding and power cuts. The storm is the remnants of tropical cyclone Manga that's combining with a cold front. The result is expected to be unusually severe conditions across hundreds of kilometres of coastline, including Perth,
1: a city of two million people. An alligator who survived the Second World War in Berlin and was rumoured wrongly to have belonged to Adolf Hitler has died in Moscow Zoo aged 84. The BBC's Steve Rosenberg reports.
0: Saturn was born in 1936 in America, but he was dispatched to Nazi Germany. In 1943, during Allied bombing of Berlin, the city's zoo was hit and the agile alligator escaped. But eventually, British troops found him and handed him over to the Red Army, and Moscow Zoo became his new home. Saturn was 84 years old when he died, an astonishing
1: alligator who was very long in the tooth. A Polish man who wrestled with a bear in Warsaw Zoo while drunk has been fined and sentenced to community service after being found guilty of animal cruelty. In video footage posted on social media, the man can be seen climbing into an enclosure before seeing the creature lumbering towards him. He then struggles with her in the water inside the compound. The man was also charged with failing to wear a face mask in breach of Poland's coronavirus regulations. Sports. The English Premier League's plans to resume fixtures have taken another blow after two more people connected to clubs tested positive for the coronavirus, taking the total to eight. It's not clear whether the two are players or club staff. Testing has been taking place since training resumed on Tuesday. Some players, including Chelsea's French midfielder N'Golo Kante, have skipped training because of health concerns. The Premier League's chief executive, Richard Masters, has this message for the players. We've done everything we possibly can to make return to training as safe as possible for you and therefore for you and
3: your
0: family. We've put in place testing programmes and all the different protocols in order to protect you and your livelihood. And we think it's safe to return. The decision ultimately, we have to respect those players that take the
1: decision not to return to training. That is their prerogative. The league still hopes to resume fixtures behind closed doors next month. In the U.S., uh, the National Basketball Association has said talks are underway with the Walt Disney Company to restart the season with games at the company's Orlando Park. The NBA says exploratory talks have taken place about basing all its teams at the ESPN Wide World of Sports Complex, with games resuming there in late July. Spain's Prime Minister Pedro Sánchez has announced that La Liga can resume from its coronavirus lockdown in the week of June the 8th. The La Liga president said they were happy with the decision but would not lower their guard against the pandemic. To end the news, our top stories once again. There's a heavy police presence around Victoria Park following online calls for a protest march. Government officials and their supporters continue to reassure the public that Beijing's planned national security law for Hong Kong won't harm people's rights and freedoms. And as the United States approaches 100,000 coronavirus deaths, the New York Times devotes an entire front page to the names of a 1,000 victims. The news from RTHK. RTHK
0: Radio 3 Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by... A journey which along the
3: way will bring to you new colour new dimension, new value, value,
1: and a new experience.
0: Since our voyage has let begin, your touch has thrilled me like the rush of a wind, and your arms have held me safe from a rolling sea. There's always been a quiet place to hardly. Boat, baby. Rock the boat. Don't tip the boat over. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. Rock the boat. Up to now, we sail through every storm. And I've always had your tender lips to keep me warm. Oh, I need to have the strength that flows from me. Don't let me drift away, my dear, when love
3: Simon, yeah. Uh. We're about to get into it, baby. Yeah. Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? No Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the down, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain main rhyming. HK is where you find them from the top of the peak to the 4 p.m. every Sunday Hong Kong's finest DJ Simon Brought to you live from Detroit Diamond oh. THK.hk Frequency 567 a.m. Mm-hmm. M-m. Radio free yeah. DJ Simon Top of Hong Kong Sundays will you find them? Yeah Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 24th of May 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until 4. Got the usual mix of quirky stories, be checking out the birthday file, this day in history, and of course squeezing in as many of your requests as possible. Do it, do it. Frequency 567am Radio 3, DJ Simon. Top of Hong Kong Sundays, where you find them? Yeah. Now, before we get into it, on this programme back in December, I...